Welcome to the Ask the Commission podcast. Episode after the Super Bowl. I'm Isaiah. I'm Mark. And yo, okay, check this out. I think overall, I, I, I love the game. I think it was a great game, actually. Um, I know people are talking about the, um, the holding call a lot and way too much. I don't think the holding call is the reason why the Eagles lost. I also think that's a call that didn't go their way, but I also think that call where um, I can't remember which player which uh, player was, but he, but he gets hit and um, fumbles and he gets run back by the touchdown, and then they say after they review it, it was a um, incomplete pass. I think it was a fumble. I just think, yeah. like literally, he he caught it. He had that ball. That ball was there. But boom, the second he had it, homie hit him. What do you think? Yeah, I think there were a few questionable calls, but you know, it, it's like that in every single game. Sure, you know, I wouldn't. I I, I think. You know, the, the player even admitted that he was holding. He just yes, which I'm, he, I appreciate that. And, and he just says he didn't think he'd get caught in that moment. I love yeah. the honesty. You yes, know? me too. Well, because and, you got to, I mean, you. I think in, in that situation, you just have to be upfront about it. Yeah. You know, um, and it's, and I mean, it's like, yeah, it's, sometimes the refs aren't going to call certain things in certain spots. You don't want them to call um, things in certain places, but it's a, it's, it's a, it's a call that can be made. And it's, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't questionable as into did he or didn't he. And that's what I think says it all. If he hadn't, if he hadn't admitted to it and he said that I didn't do anything, then okay, make your arguments. But in this case, it's like, uh uh-uh. At the same time, too, the Chiefs shred that defense in the second half. I mean, where's the the calling um, the refs out for that? Like, you know what I mean? So both of these teams only punted twice, you know, two times. Um, You know, Kansas City punted much further, but – like it was, it, it was thirty-eight to thirty-five. They both scored a lot of points. Um, yep. you know, it just it just came down to who had, you know, the best opportunity, and you know, at the end, Kansas City, you knew they were going to score. It was just a matter of what they wanted to do, and yeah, uh-huh. you know, 100%. Philly just Philly just ran out of time. They play that no, yeah. role again this Sunday. And it could just as easily be 38-35 for Philly. Yes. I think um I think it's one of those things that I told uh I told Dan when you see Mahomes dad hug him after the game, Mahomes dad tells him he's like, I've never seen anything like you. <laughs> and I think um they they showed us there's a statistic 
that basically says like the games where the Chiefs trail with Mahomes, they win like sixty percent of them. The the next the next closest is like a fifty seven percent for Brady. After that, it gets even it gets even smaller percentage wise. He just he just is able to win those games. You know, um I think the Eagles I think the Eagles are gonna learn from this, of course. They have a squad. They definitely have a squad. Um but do I think do you think that Jalen Hurts should run less and you know pass more? I mean he had three rushing touchdowns, some of those maybe you know because they were close. It was just easy, but, uh, you know, compared, you know, looking at the stats compared to Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes only had 182 yards passing, but he had three touchdowns. It's insane. It's insane. I know. Yeah. Um, I think for, I think, I think Jalen Hurts played a, played a nice game where he ran the ball effectively without putting himself in harm's way. Excuse me. I think they have games during the season where he does run too much. Not as much, not necessarily as much as Josh Allen, but but on the borderline too much because you just can't put yourself in harm's way. Like dudes are trying to clean your clock. Now, if you're tr- now, and I think that go- that comes down to the designed run aspect. You know what I mean? And I don't think. I think no matter how fast your quarterback is, you should have very minimal designed runs for your quarterback. If they can, if if a play dictates that they scramble to get the first down, that's one thing. Otherwise, I think um, you got to protect them and, and so that they they learn not to get destroyed out there. Um, I so um, I like Hurts. I think he's going to be even better um, down the line because I think he's good now. But they have to make sure they pay attention to his development overall, so that he doesn't rely he doesn't rely on just using his legs and stuff like that, or certain things. You know what I mean? Well, I think the um, you know. Hertz actually did have a a turnover that they lost, and as predicted last week, the team with the turnover battle, yeah, more turnovers lost the game. Yeah, now his excuse me. Now I think it's um, I think his turnover was just one of those things. One of those things that um. You know how sometimes sometimes quarterbacks or um can get too comfortable and they're too loose with what they're doing. Like in the Super Bowl not jumping on that fumble. A hundred you know, so it's so a hundred percent, but I actually think how should I put this? I I still don't know why he didn't jump on that ball. Like yeah, it's it's, a, it's, oh. it, it's 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 just weird, like was he just 
scared of dudes getting on top of him. Yes. <sighs> the way he went past the ball, it almost looked like he definitely paused longer than he probably ever should have. But it almost like it's almost like he saw everyone coming and like if I throw my hand down, I mean, yeah, you could dive in a certain way, right, and shield it. Um, uh-huh. You know, but like you, he, he, there's no reaching, reaching down for it. If he reaches down for it, he's gonna lose his arm. I think. I think. I think. Who was it? Von Miller was like diving, and who, yeah. who jumped on it? Like, I mean, the Broncos. The Broncos hit the shit out of him that game. Yeah. Yeah. But now, now it's so funny that I think um, Cam Newton is a great representation of a quarterback that can do what Jalen Hurts can do right now. But his development is going to rely on how many freaking hits he he, he takes. Yeah, I mean, and Cam Cam is still. People could say that they could laugh all they want. Cam is out of the league because he wants to be out of the league right now. He could easily be a backup. Easily. Yeah, but I also, yeah, but I don't think so. I don't think it's so much that he wants to be. I think he there's it's the kind of he has a personality that's different from somebody like we always talk about. Ryan Fitzpatrick is in, was in the league as long as he was. Because most folks like him. He doesn't cause a lot of noise and do anything that can be remotely considered controversial. Very vanilla. Um, Cam is the kind of mofo. He's when he's in that when he's in, he can be extra. You back up back backup quarterback walking to the arena with a cowboy hat and leather pants. At some point, you gotta <laughs> But Gardner Minshew does that, doesn't he? So now one thing is the Gardner Minshew, he was lucky enough that his spiel became kinda his mustache and all that stuff. That's and his thing. Yeah. Okay. And then, but it, but he's not but he's not it's kinda funny, right? Like I think there's a difference between being loud and being obnoxious. And I think in some ways Cam just got too obnoxious for the for everybody, you know. And I don't think he comes across as a as a. I think he comes across as a player's player. Guys like playing with him, but I don't think. But I don't think he comes across as a nice guy. You know what I mean? Like for instance, um, was listening to James Harrison tell a story about Brady, and he oh, said, yeah. "I know this story." Yes, he said. Um, you know, his first day there, he's in the locker room, and Brady comes up to himself, comes up to him, and introduces himself like, "Hey, I'm Tom." And he's like, "What? Yeah, I know who you are. What are you talking about? I'm Tom. What is this? You yeah. know, in that way." Um, and I think that's a. Uh, he said he wanted to hate him so bad. Yes. Yeah. He said, he said I would have been. I would have rather. Or I'm I'm paraphrasing. I would have rather or expected him to literally just not say anything, so I could continue. Just you know, I hate Tom Brady. He just happens to be my teammate right now. But he's like, I hate. Uh, he's like, I love the guy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it's so and it's awesome. I mean, I love that. I love that. I think it's. I think it's awesome, and I think. Um, I just think Cam doesn't have that, and it happens. Some guys don't. 
But I think if you want to be in the league for a long time, you got to you got to quote unquote have that. And it doesn't help that um, I think some of the coaches he's had in the past haven't um, supported him the way they could have later. Like the idea of Ron Rivera being with Washington and not giving Cam a thought. Right. Even if if he felt that um, Cam didn't match what they were doing in Washington, by him making that decision, it makes Cam look bad. Even if he's not, it's the same thing. I saw somebody, I saw Chris Sims on TV, and it was just like, why Why isn't Eric the enemy for the Chiefs getting any calls? And it's like, look, yo, I hate to say it, but because he's a black dude. And somehow, mofos just don't like that dude. But you can't tell me all these other offensive coordinators are getting jobs and all he does is go to the AFC Championship. Not to mention, he got two rings now. Right. It's like it's like some of these other, a lot of these other coordinators have one good year and get a head coaching job. Well, he's had right. at least he's had five good years. Yeah, you know. I, I, again, I've said this before. I think that I think, and you know, I'm not. I, I absolutely agree that I think the the league is. Got many, many, many problems, and racism is is absolutely one of them. Um, but at the end of the day, it, and this happened to Pat's Pat's coaches too. As soon as the season is over, they're firing coaches, and they're already hiring immediately. That is unfair to playoff teams, especially yes. especially the Patriots. Forever playing in the Patriots Invitational in, in, you know, in February host, you know, not hosting, but like hosting the AFC championship game constantly. And then going to the Super Bowl two weeks later, that sucks because how many, I mean, Mark probably knows this off the top of his head. How many head coaching gigs were still open post Super Bowl right now? Compared to like how many how many coaches head coaching openings that that, that there have been? Yeah, well, if the I there think generally several if, that have gotten filled, right? Like, in between and, and, like the like in between when the playoffs have started and now, exactly. Sean Payton, even even right now, even right now, uh, uh, what um, didn't they just fill one? Uh, Indy, Indy, Indy hired. Um, the coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, for Philly. And, you Steve, know, Stephen Strike. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, and then one of the other coordinators got a. Um, is, if I'm not mistaken, one of the Eagles is getting a job. But that's what the funniest thing is, right? So, um, I saw something that said the enemy could be in the running for the Ravens' offensive coordinator job. And I'm like, why That's, on earth would he take that job? For what? A lateral move would be him going from Kansas City to, say, Cincinnati. Yes. Um, I, that, mm-hmm. that is a step backward, Baltimore. Well, well, one of the, 
one of the arguments they made, and I think I can understand. I understand the argument. I don't. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't do it. But they make the argument: if he could prove that he could win somewhere else with without Patrick Mahomes or something, and without Andy Reid, then that could um, increase his stock. But I'm like, if they didn't, I'm like, yo, if they didn't hire you before. You might as well stay where you are. Because, how because more, it's funny. How, how many more years is Andy Reid going to coach? I, I think. Maybe a handful. I think. Yeah. I think five. a handful. I don't think more. I don't think more than five or six. Okay. He's 64, he's 64 now. And I think, which is kind of funny, I think at some point, if he wins another ring or another two rings, like what else he, is there for him to do? Even Except, even if he just goes to AFC Championship game, <laughs> done. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just because at some point, at some point, you won't be able to. You're not. You're just competing. You're just adding stats to your resume. You're no. not going to make your like. There's no way, and I think there's no real way for him to make himself more appealing. When it comes time for the Hall of Fame, he's going to get into the Hall of Fame as a coach. And yeah. I don't think anything can ha- I don't think there's a lot that can happen for him to become the quote unquote greatest coach of all time. I, don't, not, I just don't think that's going to happen. He's not far behind Bill for all time wins, and he is younger. He actually could catch Belichick if he played another 10 years. He's not going to. No, he could. he's not. He could. Even if he yeah. had, like, average seasons at best. Yeah. Now, one of the things is it could – I think the it's kind of funny, but I think it goes back to what you spoke before. The Mahomes thing is big, right? The idea is if Mahomes is out there killing it, um – Seven years from now, Andy Reid, maybe he's just like, I don't have to, I, I don't have to do much. But I think it's, but I think it's more realistic that the enemy knows if he just stays in Kansas City, he'll get the job when um Andy Reid, Andy Reid retires. Why wouldn't he? He's been there. He'll he'll be there. He'll he would have been there the longest as a coach, tenured, and be the head offensive guy there. It's like it's it'd be a no brainer, you know. I, I mean, but I think um, I think we spoke before. The idea is, I I heard something that said he didn't interview well before, but it just really you. seems like most folks don't like him. He had a scandal mm-hmm. when he was a. When he was in college playing running back, he had a scandal. Um, but keep in mind, that was years and years ago. That was like, that was over 20 years ago. Yeah, so it's that. like. I heard that too, that he didn't interview well. And I don't really, I don't really know what that, I don't, I always think that that's an excuse, right? I mean, that is the most generic thing you could say about a candidate. Like, Oh, uh, Mark didn't interview well. Oh, well, what did you ask him? Um, so what kind of a thing are you going to do as a head coach, Mark? 
I like penguins. I'm going to score but, more points than the other team scores. <laughs> yeah, like I like, like penguins. What, what are we talking about? Like, like Mark didn't interview well. He uh, he didn't an- he answered a yes or no question, long winded and never got to it. Or <laughs> yeah, so, so talked- it's so funny you say that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what actually do they mean by that. You know what I mean? Um, he couldn't draw on a board. I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, but I'm sure, I, get guys that are so the Vrabels, the 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 guys that just you know you look at them and you're like, no, this guy screams football. The enemy does. I yeah, don't understand I, that. He, he more yeah. than passed that sniff test. It's just well, what? Yeah, I think you know. I think it's funny. I think um, it just could be the rhythm of the conversation that they have with owners. That's he, might, uh, he might just honestly just be smarter than everyone in the room and they can't relate. The funniest thing is we all at some point joked about, was it Nick, was it Sirianni who came up, who said that that interview question for him when he said like, I'm going to be, we're going to be smarter than everyone. We're going to be better than everyone. Remember that? I can't remember exactly what he said. Sirianni's whatever his, he had a really horrible press conference. It was, it was terrible. I can't remember when we when we talked about it, and it was absolutely whether it was in our fantasy league or whatever. I don't remember the exact quotes that Sirianni said, but Sirianni's was terrible. It was terrible. It was so ridiculous. It it was so memorable. Yeah. I was like, this guy, this guy isn't going to finish the first half of his first season as a head coach. It definitely didn't feel like that. Um, well, that's what that's one of the things that's weird. I think um, it's a, the thing that surprises me. Okay, so being a me, if if you're if you're a head, I mean, if you're an owner, a team like the Cardinals, who have a young quarterback that they've invested time and that has a unique skill set it seems like you would have a guy like the enemy come in there for him you know what i mean but they don't do that it's the weirdest thing it's like perfect example it's like the idea like um when doug peterson got hired by the jaguars i'm like yes this makes perfect sense right he he has been able to win with a young quarterback before, not to mention he played the quarterback position. Yep. And he won a ring with Nick Foles. It's like, look, yo, look, like, hey now. I mean. Oh, hey now. Uh, there yeah, there were like three touchdowns that didn't count in that uh, game. Okay, look, look, look. <laughs> yes, yes. It was, hey, hey. Yeah. Mistakes were made. Not that many. I saw this meme that said, aha, Philly, we finally got you signed to Patriots fans, and it showed all three plays that were suspect with Ertz catching the ball, but That's not really catching the ball, with Clement That's clearly hilarious. out of bounds, with Nick Foles lined up with, it was like, what is it, um, you know, um, like illegal formation with a Philly special. Mm. Three touchdowns that weren't touchdowns That's that I'll never hilarious. get over. I will That's... never get over that more than the Giants loss, you know. That was a loss. This was just bad. No, 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 no. That Giants. Mark, I was with Mark. Always. 
I was with Mark when the Pats were like losing that. Was it the, was it the Giants one? Was it well? It was one of the Giants ones? It was the second Giants both, one? Both Giants losses <laughs> when, should not have happened. When I can't remember which one it was. I looked at Mark. I thanked him for having me and my sister. I said good night, and I just it was a Super Bowl party going around. He said good night. Mark just closed his mouth and solemnly, solemnly nodded and said, mm, like, yep, see ya. Goodbye. Please get home safely. Like, it was terrible. Well, I, I, I left your house um, at the New England-Atlanta yep. game. I left at halftime because I was with uh, my son, and, he, you know, he was, he was tired. It was, I mean, halftime at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Is now you know apparently midnight. So <laughs> right, you know he he had school the next day. So we you know we left. By the time we get home, he's like, oh, "This sucks. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't care. I'm not going to invest my time. I know it's going to happen." And you know, but uh, then couldn't find the remote because my younger son uh, at the time um, was still crawling around, and he hid the remote. But I was looking where adults <laughs> hide, not where someone who crawls right. around hides them. <laughs> so I ended up having to stream it on the TV through my laptop uh, to see um, to see them tie it and then watch overtime. It was that was that will always go down as I mean the greatest. It's amazing. It was you know it was I, amazing. I, I had such a great party that year. I had, I had what two TVs going into two separate rooms. I had a living room <laughs> and then like a front living room. Nice. Both of them, we had like the real adults in the front room, like my coworker adults, friends. Um, one of them was my boss at the time, who was so unbelievably shit faced when he left with his <laughs> wife. It was so impressive, and he literally was like falling over drunk. Which my favorite memory, he looked at me and said. In, in the most drunkish slurring, you mark my words, the New England Patriots are going to stage the, the greatest comeback in NFL history in <laughs> or something very close to that. And I was like, yep, yep, get home safe. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I just watched. I couldn't, I didn't sit down. I was in front of the TV. It was standing. Um, and then oh my Edelman, uh, that Edelman catch still to this day. I can't think of – there are some absolutely, but if you just look at the pure catch alone, forget the stage. You look at the pure catch alone, I can't think of any that are better than that. That's the best well, catch. I mean, it was, it, was, right. it was an amazing catch. So, remember, my – that Super Bowl, I was um, – I worked that night. I was uh, working at the news station, WMUR. So that's one of the first times, I think maybe the only time I've actually had to work on Super Bowl Sunday. And so I'm at the I'm at the station while the game's on. And literally, they had already made the story for the past losing. That's wild. Like already. They had made they had already had the Facebook posts made up and everything. That's crazy. And um, my 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 boss, who um, he's not really around on the weekends. He he was around, and he literally was like, you know, 
he was telling everybody, trust me, they're going to come back. And everybody was just laughing. Like it was just, it just seemed, sounded utterly ridiculous. Right. right. And lit- because, and like, like I said, it's the idea, there's screens everywhere with the game on, and the whole place is just dead because of the score. But mm-hmm. as they start coming back, this place is popping. I yeah. mean, it's intense. <laughs> I feel like it's nowadays, like, big comebacks like that seem a lot more common now. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it's just, you know, something about the caliber of quarterbacks or the the, the lack of caliber of defense. Um, or maybe, know. you know, maybe people realize like, oh, well, you know, look at the Patriots. They came back. You know, we can come back. Well, I think the thing about them is um, – with the that Patriots game still that comeback is still so improbable. I heard something the other day. They had a point seven percent <laughs> chance of coming back when they were down. Like literally, it's. I mean, it's amazing. Like it, out of every comeback, still to me that one is probably the most amazing because. They not only had to do everything right, the Fal- I always tell people the Falcons had to literally do everything wrong. Yeah. Every everything literally had to go the Pats way, and everything the Falcons did had to go against them. Well, and it, and it was just like at ugh. halftime, the Falcons tweeted halfway there or something like that with the score. Like I get it. It's it's social media. You got to keep up with it. You you know, if you're not tweeting now, you're irrelevant and all that stuff. But like, there's so much of that stuff that will like live on forever. You know, yeah. Um, it's 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 iconic. It's just again, I you know the OBJ catch. Like I've watched OBJ warm up. He warms up with that same back fade stretch over his back, one handed arch. Yeah. All- over catch repeatedly a hundred times a day with the mm-hmm. stickiest gloves you've ever seen. Like if you've ever see, seen them before, <laughs> when you have those stick sticky fingers, I'm not lying. You stick your fingers together in the gloves and you go to open them. Gloves. They don't want to open. Like, you know, we'll get into Jerry Rice and his stick them and whether or not I think he's actually a Hall of Fame worthy later, but is it outlaw receiver gloves? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think so. The, the thing yeah, about it, spray it, their right? hands up with Pam cooking spray and see if, what they do. Then, then I'll be impressed. That's hilarious. Well, the way I see it is, <laughs> in the ball, if if the gloves, if the gloves are helping dudes that can't catch, catch, yes, then we wouldn't be able to see dudes in the league that clearly suck at catching. And there's more than enough dudes that still suck at catching. Well, well <laughs> and it's not, not like they don't get they get. They, it's not like they didn't get their glove membership. <laughs> no, but no, but not every guy runs crisp routes. Not every guy can separate. Uh, th- there's more obviously to being a receiver than just catching the ball, right? That, there aren't a lot of quarterbacks true. who can get Fair. the ball to where the receiver needs it on a consistent basis. That's right. true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. You know, um, they were talking today. They were talking today, and 
I really like Justin Fields. But they were talking about if the if the Chicago traded the Justin Fields pick, what kind of package could they get back? I th- the way I see it is if you can if you have the first overall pick and you can trade that pick for a pick swap and multiple first picks in the future or somebody's whole draft a la Ricky Williams, maybe you do it. What yeah. say you? What are the teams, uh, Mark, do you have draft order up? No. What are the teams that have two picks this year in the first round? I, I, I thought that there's a couple, and there's one that's high up that's in three, you know, er, you know. I don't I mean, think Seattle has a high draft pick. Yeah, they pick number five. Yeah. Oh, the Rams. And, and six. Yeah. But also, or the Rams. How funny it's, it's, uh, it's Detroit, yeah. Yeah. But think about how funny this is, right? Last year, the Jets had two picks, which they turned into Sauce Garner, I mean, Sauce yep. Gardner, and Garrett Wilson. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Well, don't forget this is this is a, I I love this too. Um, Miami forfeited their f- first rounder this year. Yep. Oh, that's because of the Brady thing. Yeah. Well, wow. and no, and they um no remember they no also no they had a pick but they also traded because the Broncos traded. This is how it's funny. The Broncos traded them Bradley Chubb and got their pick. And then to get um, Sean Payton, the Broncos had to trade that pick to the Saints. So now the Saints, so now the Saints have the Broncos pick as well as their own pick. Well, in the first, no, in the first round, the Saints have well, their tenth went to Philly. Oh, and then they come back again, and they got San Fran's thirtieth. Was that the San Fran one? That is that what they used to for Trey Lance? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. That Trey Lance. What about Houston? They have the second and the twelfth. Yep. Yeah, and no, no. So yeah, they, they probably need a quarterback along with other multiple things. If they swapped yeah. picks, they could do that where they did the twelfth and the second to move up one pick. But they, they, they don't believe for a second that it, that Fields is going to be that they're going to go for a QB there. Yeah, but the problem is this: the the, the problem is if you're if you're he, like hypothetically speaking, if you want Bryce Young and you're Houston. You also know if somebody else is trying to put a package to get that first pick to take him, you no. have to move up. No one will have who can in order to move up, they need to be really, 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 really close to them. They need to be the three or the four. Yeah. And but so, so think that, about it. Well, it's Indy. Arizona might actually Indy. Indy. Arizona Indy. is gonna stick with the the crap they have right now for a little couple more years. <laughs> not smart enough to jump and run. 
I think Indy's the only one who would. But that's yeah. You know, but that's big, right? Indy's Indy's fourth. They're picking fourth, and um, they'd the have last to... several years, they've just brought in veteran quarterbacks and tried to win with. Now that doesn't mean they can't try to win with uh, somebody like Derek Carr. See if if they if they and they might because they they have a glutton for punishment being with the car kids, um, right? It's like they could they could do that because you know they give them their fourth, but then they could easily just say, okay, we'll give you the fourth to move all the way up to first, but then you're also going to get our second round, which is like the fourth in the f- second round. And then, like a later, like a third or another second or next year's second. I don't think they would do say next year's first. I think that's too much there to move mm. up what spots. Okay. I mean, I think it's going to be like if someone's going to move up, but it's going to be someone like you know outside the top five. Um, you know, I think Dells of the teams available. You know, most of them have. You know, they're under the illusion that they have a quarterback. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. I mean, to get up there, it's, um, you know, I just, I don't know who, out of these teams available, I don't know who has enough capital to be able to do it to actually make a move. So the funniest thing is, I don't think, what I think is, it's not so much do you have enough capital, it's are you willing to give up? A lot. So, for instance, right? The idea is, let's say you you're you're never going to pick in the top ten, but you're willing to give up three of those picks compared to a team that that will pick in the top ten, but is only willing to give up one. You the might England, do that. The England Patriots will give you every first round pick they have in the top ten, and they will give you every sixth round pick. You know, for eternity, for the number one pick. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, they look the pet, the pet, if the Pats had the ability to draft a damn wide receiver like Pittsburgh, like Philly, they just, like they just right? don't do it well. Like, they don't like, do that think, well. Like, overall, if you look at their, their, their history for drafting quarterbacks, it's pretty decent overall. Not even just thinking about Brady, right? Yeah. Offensive lineman, they could find a guy that's like swinging a hammer at a job site and be like, oh, yeah, I we scouted this guy in high school and he was a wrestler for whatever and never lost a match. And now they have offensive linemen. They clearly do not have a problem ever drafting defensive backs. Okay. Yeah. They're, uh-huh. they're, they're average probably at drafting linebackers. I, I, you know, I would say that they're probably average. Safeties again. Look at Duggar. Look at McCourty. Look, like, you know, McCourty was originally drafted as a cornerback, but they knew he could play safety. That's why they drafted yeah. him. Um, so they do so well there. Offensive line, whatever. D-line, probably average to, you know, maybe slightly below average. Um, but other than that, it's like, no, they, they they could draft. It's like, you look at the first-round picks, Mark's right. You look at their picks, Pats have never had a problem trading that pick. They don't. Because no, they could, they they, they'd, they'd rather double up on guys that they know. Yeah, hundred percent. They do. They do that. That's their style. And positions they know. You know. I mean, yes. I want I want people to learn this lesson, and I hope they have. And I hope people will just shut up about it. 
But look at a J.C. Jackson and him leaving and the, the world's, you know, Patriots nation screaming from the heavens that, oh, my God, Belichick doesn't care. He's punting, blah, 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 blah. J.C. Jackson is, and I love the kid, um, right now he's a nobody in the league. Yes, he got hurt. Yes, it's like, but before that, he he slid downhill bad. Yeah, no. Gil, no Gilmore has done well, but, again, to warrant the contract, nope. Nope. All we have is, what, Jack Jones, Jonathan Jones. We get all these other um, – all, all these other, you know, guys in, in, on defense that are just crushing it. Yeah, keep in mind, though, it doesn't always happen. Sometimes it happens, but that doesn't always happen. Sometimes the dude's a stud. He goes somewhere else, and he still does stud things. In this case, you're right. That did not right. happen. But that's not always the case. Right. You know, um, plus, he didn't go – he – the charges there. The only thing that they have that's not overrated is Justin Herbert. Everything else is suspect. Right. And apparently, I saw something that said they might, they're flirting with cutting Keenan Allen to save some dough. Yeah. Think I about, mean, I mean, look. Think about how he can look on the hat. Yeah, I know. Well, and now they're saying, you know, Tampa might be in fire sale mode too, right? So it's like, yeah, they have Godwin. It's like, okay, well, are they going to sign Evans? Are they going to are they going to keep any of the other weapons? They're already talking about, you know, on the Jets, it's like cap casualty, blah, 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 which I don't even understand with them raising their cap anyways. But they said Braxton Berrios is probably going to be available. It's like, yeah, hmm. he was drafted by the Pats. I thought he was supposed to be replacement to Edelman, but that didn't materialize. Well, sometimes, you know, sometimes teams do stuff that it's like, yo, I don't know what you guys are thinking. Right. You know, like clearly some guys, you're like, I don't know what these dudes were thinking. But I mean, this upcoming season, it's going to, it's going to show a lot, like what a lot of um, teams should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, I think it's March 15th is uh start of free agency, right? The Ides of March, I think, this year. You know, and it's like, well, they gotta they gotta get it together. I mean, think about where we're at now. It's 30 days well, yeah. from now, right? Yeah, well, and like, what's his name? More they they're so bent. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I think that's the more and more people talk about their car, the more I don't like them. And yeah, I just don't I, like them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, listen, I think I think how you exit a team says a lot about you. I understand hurt feelings and all that stuff, but like it it almost looks like you're like emotionally not not the leader that that team a future team would want, right? It's like, yep, you can yeah. be, but like you're you're supposed to be above reproach, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and, I think it's told him, yeah. He, they gave him, he got the big contract there. He has no reason to be mad at them. Exactly. But what? They brought him the weapon, his best friend and Devontae. They, they brought it, uh, weapons left and right. That team was set up. Um, McDaniels, 
they, they brought, he brought in a hell of a coaching staff and it's like, dude, why are you complaining that the, the, the clear issue at the end of the day, when you lose that many games by what, five, six points a game, eight of those games, uh-huh. nine, yeah. whatever. Right. If you lose that many, sure. Yeah. We've talked a lot about it. Like where I'd be like, well, some of that stuff comes down to coaching. Yeah. Well, a lot well. of that, a lot of that stuff can be fixed by your quarterback making one less mistake each game. Yeah, well, my take on it is it goes back to the whole thing. What's ha- what happened to him? It doesn't happen to Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Right, ever. That's just it. Like, no. yeah, no. Hell or no. even, like, legit playoff quarterbacks, right? I mean, not really. It doesn't really happen. It's not, you know. And so I think that'll be interesting to watch. You know, free agency is always fun for, what, the first – 72 hours usually and then it's just like oh yeah wow that guy was still available or oh yeah that guy's you know um you know gonna jump to this team or this guy's still holding out because there's always one guy that you're like why isn't this guy signed anywhere um you know so that happens and then it's like before you know it's like the combine's on which is a favorite of mine to watch on on nfl network i just can't combine is, the combine is fun to watch yeah so that right. well, and then all of a sudden you know you gotta couple you know months off or whatever but you know i think it's i think it's it you know we we talk offline like what are, what are we going to talk about in the offseason yep we absolutely will we'll talk about things like you know the draft and combine and and camp and stuff like that and fantasy and 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 you know nfl news and stuff like that but like our format going forward like you know at least for now is going to be you know what are we watching? What are you know? What are we seeing? What's 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 out there that's you know worthy of our our time and 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 talking about? And um, you know, I think that's I think right now, what am I watching? I'm not watching really any sports aside from you know I'll watch the Bruins and I'll, I'll watch the occasional Celtics game right now. Um, but non sports related, I'm not I'm not watching anything that isn't. Like, it takes me forever to watch stuff, so I try to watch a movie here and there. You know how how busy my schedule is, but yeah, I haven't watched the last season of Umbrella Academy, season three. Um, okay, just, you know they I have just, one more season. They have one more after this. Yes, one. Well, they are doing one more season to wrap it the whole series up. Yeah, same thing with Ted Lasso, which is coming out very soon. Very soon. Uh, and and that that will be phenomenal. Um, I do love when you have a good writer or concept, and they go, you know what, we're gonna bury this show after four years, five years, and then that's it. And it leaves you wanting more, but the story really not can't move forward. But like then it just kind of becomes a lot of the same old, same old. But yeah, so I started uh, Umbrella Academy season three. Um, I think it's the 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 footloose dance scene in the in the opener was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Um, I don't want to give it away. I know it's you know been out for what a year probably, um, but you know when I'm done with that, I'm probably gonna jump into you know I usually do a rewatch of Thrones, and you know so I'll probably go back to House of the Dragon, watch that again. Um, I think yeah, House of the I don't, I wouldn't say I like House of, I wouldn't come out and directly say I like House of the Dragon, 
more than I do Thrones. No. I will say that House of the Dragon has it has a, it has a I want to say a feel to it that Thrones doesn't have that I enjoy. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if you've ever read the books and uh, you know, which I've read all the books um but this one is Fire and Blood which is a, it, quite honestly just it's it's a straight up history of of the Targaryens like 300 years of their history um and it, it's just it's just phenomenal um because y- y- your favorite family in the entire series aside from the Starks really are the Targaryens you know um it's just you know it's just absolutely phenomenal because you there's only one living person for the Targaryens that you know of you know at least right I don't want to give any spoilers for people who've lived under a rock and decided never to watch Game of Thrones (laughs) family remaining um but they could they could do something like that and yes because all the you know we've already seen again I don't want to spoil anything for House of the Dragon but we have seen um you know some of the other families from Westeros that are in this, um, but you don't, this isn't their story, right? It's the Targaryen story. And so like they could delve into the Starks, they could delve into the Lannisters and, 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 and uh, all the other families and how they came to be and rose to power and, you know, various sections of Westeros. Um, But House of the Dragon has this thing because dragon, right? You know, it's not just about the family. It's about, and it's not just about the sigil. It's like, okay, they have dragons and the Starks have wolves, which is pretty, not even just wolves. They get dire wolves. What the hell does the Lancer have? Right? Gold? You know? Gold. And that's it? It's like, okay, yeah, that's kind of boring. Okay, so you're rich. Wow. Okay, Jeff Bezos. You know? Um, so what? <laughs> I have a fucking dragon. <laughs> this guy's got a wolf that's five times the size of a normal fucking wolf it's almost like a like a horse um so yeah i mean that's 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 you know the movies i just started wakanda forever like i told you before i i like it the the beginning is very interesting um i like the tribute in it so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna watch that you know i like shows i finished wednesday wednesday was phenomenal Absolutely. Yes, that's funny. I've been holding on to that. I actually haven't checked that out yet. You haven't? I haven't checked out Wednesday. Wednesday's, it, Wednesday's on my list. I'm probably going to start that very soon. Yeah, between that and House of the Dragon, I think that's going to be you know another rewatch. And of course, as Lasso gets closer, I'll watch. You know, I'll probably watch at least the last season of that real quick. Um, there's not a lot of episodes, and I can easily throw it on in the background. But what do you, what are you watching? Mark had to dip out his battery. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I just finished, which I thought was pretty, I thought was really good, actually. Um, I just finished Netflix show The Recruit. Oh, I heard about that. And so um, one of the things that I like about it is it's kind of an ode to, I want to say, more classic action-esque drama type shows um, dealing with spies and stuff because generally speaking 
a show like that, if it was made in the 90s, it almost always has this person that even though their job says they shouldn't be able to fight and kick tail, they can. Right. <laughs> and um, this this show, oddly enough, I think the only thing that it may get wrong in a sense, I love the lead, um, the kid uh, uh, that's the lead. He's great in it. But I think maybe he still may be just a little too cool for school or handsome. And maybe they should have went with a guy that was a bit more subtle with their looks. But yeah. overall, um, the show really goes and just really works. The premise is he's a um, he's he's uh, fresh into working for the feds, and he but he's a lawyer. But somehow, even though he's a lawyer, he winds up getting thrown into all this stuff that has him getting shot at and tortured, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And um, it's really, uh, I think it's really cool just with the, with the characters and stuff like that. Um, Eight episodes. I think it, I think it has done well for Netflix recently. So um, of course, (laughs) well, so I think, you know, it's a funny thing. Um, This show's doing great. Let's cancel it. Yeah, well, I think this dude they like um, because he was in a couple of their uh, their movies. Yeah, he's also the kid that plays he's, he plays Adam Smasher in the Black Adam movie. Yep, and he was supposed to play, which is kind of funny to think about. He was supposed to play He Man in the live action He Man movie. Oh, whatever happened to that? I don't think they're going to do it. I think they went, yeah. eh, with it. But, I, but that's what I'm saying. When I say the idea, like, you may be a little too handsome to be, uh, for me to believe you're just a regular dude. Right. You know, you have to, you got to look like you don't get supermodels numbers. Yeah, no, but um, it it's it's. I mean, at, at the end of the day, when you're looking at, sh- you know, shows to watch or movies to watch or whatever, it's like you want to know that that you're. You want to know. You want to know that what you're going to watch is going to be sticking around, right? And and hanging well, on. That's, and that's why. Yeah. I'm 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 very interested in the route that Amazon's taking with their stuff. Well, Amazon's focusing a lot on documentaries, which is great. But I like Jack Ryan. I'm I'm still I'm working on season mm-hmm. two or whatever it is uh, now. I mean, Jack Ryan, this, the the latest season, phenomenal. If you haven't watched the series at all, it's phenomenal. I love it's really I love, good. It's really good. Krasinski. I love Krasinski. He's so good. Um, uh, what's his name? Our our guy from the Wire. What's his name? You know, it's funny. Okay, but say I always forget his name. Yeah, Wendell Wendell Pierce is phenomenal in it too. So it's it's the him and Krasinski, and then there's the the other guy. I forget his name. Who's in um, House of Cards? He's his aide. Um, Yes, he's he's a very good character actor. 
he, he's a great character actor. I forget his name. And if you told me it, I would forget it in 20 minutes. He's that guy, right? Uh, he's also. Yes, phenomenal. he's that guy because he he always plays those kind of roles. Yep. But Doug he's Stamper. Like CIA Doug Stamper. Or something in this, so. Which is kind of funny. But yeah, you know, but yeah. I got a, I got, I, you know, I got a, I got a five, five year old, five and a half year old. So my time is really, really limited as far as watching stuff. I haven't watched, I started watching the first episode of Bad Batch for Star Wars. Didn't do that. Didn't watch Endor. Um, I, I haven't watched any of that stuff. Um, but I got to, I got to try to just watch. I don't remember if I said, well, you not know. Endor, Andor. Different place, oh, and, and, different town. And, 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 or, <laughs> and or, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm going to watch that. And then what? Mandalorian's coming back. So, I mean, holy crap. Mandalorian's going back to the Vengeance. You know, it's a good problem to have. Good good stuff to watch. But No, they're, yeah, no, they're, I mean, right now, I mean, I think they're making, they're making very well-rounded stuff that's different from other but, things. Like, you can... You could appreciate a lot of different stuff. Endor, Endor should have been a show, though. Sorry, I'll stand by that. <laughs> I'm sure it probably will be. Uh, yeah, nothing but Ewoks, right? Well, they I had an Ewoks need... cartoon when we were kids. I, I know, man. I, I those the the Ewoks Christmas special was was the shit. You know that had some of the craziest makeup animatronic things since like Dark Crystal or whatever it was. Um, with, with like villains and that, you know, they get that little little girl and the wagon and Wilford Brimley, I think, was in it, wasn't he? I don't remember. That's hilarious. I don't remember. Um, but there's a reason why they don't even have that on Disney Plus. <laughs> like, yeah, because they want to scare think, people. Think about that for a second. You have the most successful franchise in history for anything, and they're like. Hey, yeah, um, those two movies that we had, yeah, uh, yeah, those aren't on our catalog. Well, why not? Um, we're trying to just so that the older generation, when they're um, they die out, no one will ever talk about these movies ever again. Because there's two, what Ewok Caravan, and then like Ewok. Yeah, actually, let me think. Is that that? I think maybe one of them is on Disney Plus now. No maybe. way, right? If so, when we're done with this, I'm, I might I might jump right in. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, it's one of the things, right? So the problem is, um, they flirted a long time. I think, at least it looks as though they didn't know whether or not they wanted to make Star Wars geared towards kids or geared right. towards the people that used to be kids. And so the idea is. Um, you have a lot of stuff thrown in there that looks like it's just to sell toys. Well, and they, I mean, that's where they've made more money on anything, right? Uh, they yeah. made money on, on merch than anything way past the franchise. You know, they get Caravan of Courage in Ewok Adventure. And then, the, and then there's like another one, right? Isn't there like a Christmas part? Oh, the Battle for Endor. Yeah, okay, see? And now when you look at, so when you look at, um, how Mandalorian is now, they, I think they kind of realized, which is kind of funny to think about, they should, you, you should, they should have been always able to realize this, 
but I think it's the idea of they're gonna the toys sell themselves as long as you make quality material, you'll generate revenue. Right. So the idea is something like Mandalorian, though it's so though it's it's so um I mean it's a western for goodness sake, but sure. they sell Grogu left and right. Grogu, Grogu toys, Grogu cups, Grogu socks, Grogu yeah, cups. man. He's he's just everywhere, and I, and I know because again I have a five and a half year old, so he's all over his room. He has only seen the highlight reels of. Baby Yoda. He's never seen an episode of Mandalorian. He's yeah, never seen yeah. that's so Star funny. That's and how it is for my for my nephew, for uh, my younger nephews too. Saw him once, fell in love, right? And so you're right. Ewoks very similar to that. So Ewoks, the Battle for Endor, is actually the sequel to Caravan of Courage, and the mm. star, the star is indeed Wilford Brimley, who looks like a drunken gambler. <laughs> A drunken weekend warrior Gandalf on the cover. Um, I, I implore you to go and look at that later. Uh, what's funny, to... and you know what's so funny about those those projects? It seems like the kind of thing that could happen now. Oh, I agree. But back in the day, people were basically like, you're not Han Solo and Leia and Luke aren't in this? I'm not interested. But even so, you're absolutely right. Like the type of movie that is that is solo. It's I want to know more about. I want to know more mm-hmm. about you know Han Solo. Okay, well here's a movie. Uh, I want to know a little more about the plans for you know the Death Star and how they got them. Rogue One, right? Um, but again, yep. you have to look up. You watch the Battle for Endor movie. It looks like I'm not even lying. I'm going to describe this to you, and you're going to look at it later, and you're going to go, "God damn, he got this right." This looks like a again, not even drunken Gandalf, but like um, Dumbledore's brother. In in the, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. The one that owns the bar. Uh, mm. Anyway, it looks like a drunken version of him who's standing next to like the ripoff Spaceballs version of Elvira, and in the back is like Monster Squad blended in, right? That's hilarious. And then in the foreground, it looks like. A forest fire with an Ewok and the little blonde girl, the bl- blonde girl with the with the curls. It's, it's I thought the, that was a boy. <laughs> I funny. I don't I don't know. I thought it was a girl. All right, I, that's it. Um, Aubrey, Aubrey I gotta Nolan? I gotta rewatch. I gotta. Talk, I don't know, I man. Is this on Disney Plus? Because I need to watch the shit. I'm 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 I'm, I'm a. We're about to get out of here, and I'm gonna check because I'm gonna check yep. this out. Right, I'll tell you go. what. I'll tell you what. If it's out there, we're, I'm, we gotta definitely watch it. We'll let Mark know. We'll see if we can do it. We'll do it. Just a, yes. you know, a ten minute That'd review. Be awesome. Of, of, All right, of cool. All right, yo. All right. I'm Isaiah. <laughs> I'm Dan. Mark says, "Tip your waitress." Yes, we're out. Please. All right.